but I have them on all sides. We didn't say amen, y'all. All right, here we go. We've been dealing with the what? 16 deadly deeds, and we're getting down to the last three. And uh, we're going to deal with defilement, I think, and defame. Is that it? Yes. And we remember, now we've been talking about God wants to bless you. Is that right? Yes. And he wants you to live a blessed life. Isn't that right? And he wants you to have good, solid families, right? And he wants you to have good, solid relationships. Isn't that right? Well, and, and that's what God wants. But Satan comes to kill, to steal, and destroy, right? That's John 10 and 10. Uh, and so, um, excuse me, uh, that's in Corinthians uh, 2 and 11. And we know what Satan does, right? He has, his, he, he has his little deals that he does to try to destroy us. And so if Satan comes to kill and to steal and destroy, Jesus says this, and he says, but I come to give you life and life more abundantly. Does he not say that? And he says, I come to give you life more full. Does he not say that? Well, he wants you to have a full life. He wants you to have a good life. Christ wants you to have a full life, yes, and a a life of abundance, right? Well, you have an enemy. Satan doesn't want you to have a full life. He doesn't want you to live in abundance. He wants to tear up your relationships. He wants to tear up your marriages, and he wants to tear up your families, and also he wants to tear up your physical body. One of the things that we don't want to talk about in church is how we take care of ourselves physically. And uh, that's it. that is a very important thing because the uh, first one is defiled. We're going to deal with defile first, right? Yes. So one of the things, I don't know if none of you all have heard of it, but there's been a time in my life where I defiled my body. Yes. All right? And, and nobody, it was okay because nobody lived there but me mm-hmm. and my spirit. Right. You understand where I'm going with this, don't you? Right? You see, so... Uh, but when you get saved, there's another person of the Trinity that wants to live there. Well, he's not going to go there if your body is defiled. And so, you, I don't know if any of you clean your house. All right? So, and, and some people only clean their house when they have what? Company, company coming over because they want the company. Yeah, you know how that goes. They want the company to think that they like that all the time. Right? Well, that's right. Uh, you see, but I t- at my house... Uh, you can come at any time because I ain't doing nothing for you that I wouldn't do for myself. So it's clean for me. All right? Now, here's what we're going to talk about today is, don't get all upset, is how clean is your body? How clean is your body? How clean is your body? Is your body being defiled? If you want me to go with that, you can. If you can just throw it in there and I'll be ready to roll. All right. All right. So defile is to make unclean or impure. So here's the thing. To defile your body is to make what? Unclean or impure. And we usually do that to ourselves. Okay? It is also to degrade. To degrade. Now listen to me. There are certain people you are not having in your life because they do what? They degrade you. And they'll cause you to degrade. Yes, you know that. They will degrade you. Do you understand where I'm coming from? All right. To taint. The taint, you know what that means? Impair. Impair. Or violate. And there are certain things. There ought to be some. You ought to have some boundaries where you wouldn't let anybody what? Violate your body. That's right. All right. You're all looking at me like, oh, my God. All right. And lastly, to corrupt perfection. And corrupt perfection. Because we're supposed to live... In what? Perfection. And there are people, Satan will use people, things, objects, that will quit, do what? It will cause us to lose our perfection. Right. For, and usually that is 
when you, and people, listen to me very closely. If you start allowing people to put that negative stuff in your head, you'll start living what other people say. Do you understand that? You see, so you can't do that. You don't want anybody to defile your mind because once it defiles your mind, then it goes into your spirit and then into your body. Does that make sense? All right. All right, so we're going to start off with 1 Peter 1, 14 through 16. We're going to read it from King James and then the voice. As obedient children, not fashioning yourselves according to the former lust in your ignorance. So we, we're different people now. So we're not going to form ourselves in what? Ignorance. In ignorance. Because a lot of times we were doing things and letting things and people come in our lives to defile us because we were ignorant. But now we know who's behind it. Say that. We know who's behind it. Now we know who's behind it, then we're going to shut that thing down. Well, some folks are going to shut that thing down because some people don't mind being dirty. Well, all right. Y'all can smile. <laughs> you can laugh at yourself sometimes, all right? Right. But as he which hath called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conversation. So it says, who's called you? God called you? Is he holy? Yes. When he asks us to be what? Holy. If you do another verse, it says he is perfect and he wants us to be perfect. Now, here's something. People get all caught up. Well, nobody's perfect. You don't know anybody. The only person you know ain't is you. All right? There could be somebody perfect. I don't know, but I'm working on mine. All right? You, 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 you see what I'm saying? So God has called us to into holiness. Why would he call us into holiness? There has to be something behind it. That's right. Let me tell you, ask me what's behind it. What's behind it? It keeps you healthy. Right? You've never seen a healthy person spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally, and financially defiled. That's right. All right? So I'm giving these messages for you want to be healthy. That's right. You see? Get out of the... Let me tell you something. When you look at me, everybody look at me. When you look at the mirror somebody else has got for you, then they will determine who you are. But if you look at the mirror God's got for you, then you can see perfection. All right? But guess what? Satan wants to steal that perfection from you. He wants to lower you. There are people in this right congregation right now. You're living lower than your means. You're living lower than who you were created to be because you're listening to somebody else's ideal. And so now you're living like their ideal for you. And so they become your idol. Do you understand what I'm saying? You see? All right, here we go. It is written. Be ye holy, for I am holy. And so that's what I'm striving to be, holy, because God says, be ye holy, because I am holy. Right. Uh, Christ-like, say that. Christ-like. Well, if you're going to be, you know what the word Christian means? The word Christian means Christ-like, right? So if Christ is holy, he's expecting us to be the same way he is. Don't get upset because you're not there, but you can always be working toward that, right? How many of you wash clothes? No. Well, you just got to be in that washer so long before it's clean, right? Right? I, remember, I remember one time, what I am, I like to wash the clothes and then leave and then come back and then put them in the dryer. I remember one time I was in a hurry and I had to put my clothes in the washer, but I didn't punch, push the buttons. <laughs> so they were still what? Dirty. They were still dirty because I didn't push the buttons. Right? right? So that's some, some people's lives are. <laughs> you got them in the right place, but you ain't pushed the button. Come on here. That's good stuff here, right? Y'all understand me? Because we want to be, we, you ought to want to be challenged as a Christian. I tell you, we're not going to be a church for no pep rally. No, we got, we got to deal with some stuff over here, right? 
right. trying to clean up some stuff over here. Isn't that right? Well, you see, people, people and, and we want a perfect church. Yeah, we do. We want a perfect church, but we've got to have some perfect people. We want a holy church, we've got to have some holy people, right? Well, God is saying, be holy as your Father is in heaven is. If he's told us to be something, that means we, we can be it. Wouldn't you think? All right? But you've got to work at it, right? And then once you push that button, it's got to go through a whole lot of cycling and all the kinds of stuff before it gets clean, right? Well, that's what we're doing right now. So don't be ashamed because you're sitting in here and you've got some stuff to work on. That means God's loved you enough to give you time to work on it. That's right. Amen? That's right. All right. Now the voice puts it this way. Be like obedient children as you put aside the desires you used to pursue when you didn't know better. Well, see, there were some things, truly, in my life, I don't know about you all, that some of the sins I'd done in my life I knew. But then there were some things that were sins that I didn't know any better. Well, Paul is trying to tell us this. As Paul is trying to tell us that, you used to not know, you're not ignorant anymore. You're not ignorant anymore. Let's go this way. We're not ignorant anymore. There ought to be some things that we ain't, we ain't no, 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 we ain't going to deal with that anymore. Because we, let me tell you, you ought to be above some things. There ought to be some things in your life now that's done change, right? You see? And that's why people don't want to go to church. You know, a lot of people don't want to go to church because they got all these excuses going to church and they worried about what somebody else has got in their washer. You see? You see, I don't go to church because them people are dirty. Well, dirt knows dirt, right? So anyway, <laughs> you see, but no, I'm coming here. You know, yes, people tell me all the time, well, I hear, well, there's a lot of hypocrites in church. I said, that's where they're supposed to be. Well, there's a whole bunch of this. That's what we're supposed to be. We're in the washer. You see? But one thing about it is when I come out clean, I ain't going to know you. You see what I'm saying? All right. Yes. Am I doing all right? All right. Keep going, please. Again, since the one who called you is holy, be holy in all you do. See, so what I'm trying to do is be holy in all that I do. One day I may get it complete, but I'm working on this thing. Are you working on it? We're working on this thing. You know why we're working on this thing? Not because the pastor told me to do that. No, the scripture tells me to do that. And if God tells me, listen to me, if God is telling us to do something, he's given us the means to do it. If God tells us to do something, he's given us the power to do it. If God is telling us to do something, he's given us the knowledge and the wisdom to do it. All right? The scripture says you are to be holy for I am holy. He says be holy because I am holy. We ain't worshiping an unholy God. He ain't giving us no breaks. He's telling us to be holy because who's holy? He's holy. So I'm not looking at anybody else in the church. I don't care what they're doing or not doing. I'm trying to be like God. I ain't trying to be like nobody else. Do you understand what I'm saying? And if you're doing that, let me tell you what I tell people all the time. When you're trying to pull weeds out of somebody's garden, they're growing in yours. Uh, isn't that right? Yeah, when you're trying to put detergent in somebody else's washes, you, that detergent you put in their washer, you need it in yours. Right. All right. All right, all right. I'm, I'm moving pretty fast. You, you, it'll beat you up a little bit, but we'll be all right. All right, so we're talking about, and I'm going to the next, we're talking about the word defiled, right? Yes. So you know who defiles you mostly? You. Mm-hmm. That's right. You do that. All right, here we go. So we're going to start with uh, 1 Corinthians 6, 19 through 20. We're going to start with the King James Version. Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost? This ain't me talking. This is the scripture saying, don't you know your body is the temple of what? The Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit. 
That's what your body is. We can read the commentary anytime you're ready. Do you know that? Listen, there are certain people that when they come to your house, they special. You know, they really special. So you want to clean your house up because a special person is coming to your house. Do you understand? And how many of you work in, work in places like, uh, I know at Hallmark when I worked there years ago, and I still, they probably still do it, when uh, J.C. Hall, that's the owner, when he would come through the line and they knew he was coming, man, everything was shining. <laughs> right, right. And I hear at Ford when every now and then uh, Isaac Nim and, and uh, Nathan Nim would talk about that somebody's coming, one of the executives is coming, CEO's coming, boy, they clean that thing up. It's shiny because a special person's coming. You ought to do that with your life. The Holy Spirit's coming. He wants to live in your life. He wants to live in your temple. He wants to live in your temple, and you ought to clean your temple up. Now, that ain't just spiritual stuff and, and, and emotional stuff. That's physical stuff also. Do you understand me? Don't get upset at the messenger. I didn't write anything in there. This hurts me sometimes. You know, we're on the diet, right? Remember, you're supposed to let Atlanta know that if you lose a pound or two pounds, that's your name. Remember, we're losing 200 pounds, this church is, right? And so we're doing that because pastor wants us to clean up our, I want you to care about yourself. Let me come over here. Yeah, man. I want you to care about yourself. All right. Do you know, I don't care if people love me or not, ask me why. I love me. You, you see, you see. so I ain't looking for love in all the wrong places and looking for love in too many faces. And that's why some of you got defiled. Ooh, that was ugly. That was really ugly, right? Because, you see, there's some people, when you clean your house up and some of you got people, you know, if you got a special person coming, then there's other people you won't let come because you know they are messy. Well, that ought to be the way with your personal life. All right. I like it down here. I just get fired up when I come down here. All right. All right. So we're going to read from the commentary. Your body is the temple of Holy Spirit. So what what is your body? It's the temple of who? The Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit. All right. As a Christian, your body is the personal dwelling place of the Holy Spirit. As a Christian, your body is the personal, personal dwelling place place for the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Has he got room? I'm asking you. Has he got room in your temple? Or is it already filled up with a bunch of defilement? All right? Who wants to be special in here? Yeah, well, God will make you special. Sometimes he comes, but ain't no room for him. All right. Keep, yes, ma'am. This is where the Spirit of God marks on you that you belong to him. The Holy Spirit wants to come in your life. And when the Holy Spirit comes into your life, he he puts a special mark on you that you belong to him. And ain't no feeling like knowing that you are a child of God. You see, and people look at you and say, something's different about you. They don't know what's different because they're not a child of God. But you can say, I'm a child of God. Right. And there's a, and have you ever seen somebody just glow? Mm. That's that Holy Spirit just glowing in them. That's what he wants to do in our lives. All right? And this is because the Spirit lives in you, and you belong to God. The Spirit lives where? In you. And you belong what? To God. Why don't you act like it? 
give him some room. You see, sometimes, you, you know, sometimes we call the, uh, people over to, to clean the carpet. You know, they got folks that clean the carpet, and they, right. we do that, and we use the same people, and they come over. And I love it when this one, they come over and they say, well, your carpet's not very dirty. I say, yeah, but that's why I'm calling you. <laughs> Before it gets dirty. Because I'm one of these folks that can't stand dirt. You all heard that story, right? Right. I'm asking you this. How dirty is your life? Hmm. How dirty is your life? Hmm. And what's defiling you? What's defiling you? You see? That's causing you not to let God dwell in your life. Let me tell you something. When God dwells in your spirit and in your tabernacle, you don't need nobody to tell you who you are. You know who you are and whose you are. That's all pastor's trying to get you to understand this. Women, I'm going to talk to the women. You all are the worst about it. Quit looking for somebody to make you feel better about yourself. You don't need no, sometimes, what's that stuff they eat them shots? You don't need no Botox. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I've seen some very nice, beautiful ladies. You see? Now, y'all can get Botox. You want to get Botox and cut stuff up and do stuff and whatever you're doing. But let me tell you, when you are beautiful on the inside, you won't spend a whole lot of money trying to make it up on the outside. You see what I'm talking about? You see? Are y'all with me? I, one of my favorite country uh, uh, western singers, one of my favorite singers, uh, uh, I had it in my mind then, and he went and got all that stuff face done, Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers was a handsome guy. And he wouldn't, y'all seen what he looked like when he went and done that, and you can't change that back. <laughs> Once they put that in there, right. And when I saw him, you couldn't hardly recognize him. Great voice, good looking, and had all that going on, but was trying to look better. You see, what you see here is, this is it. <laughs> this is it. And it's, if it's good enough for the Holy Spirit to dwell yeah. in me, then it ought to be good enough for you to look at me. That's right. Say amen, amen. to that. Amen. Uh, give yourself a hand clap. You feel better about yourself. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? All right. I have no clue where I'm at. We're still in the commentary. All right. Your body must never be defiled by any impurity or Listen, evil. Your body must never be defiled by any what? Impurity? Yes. Or evil. Here, this is going to be really good for you. Or immoral thoughts. Or immoral thoughts. Thoughts. Mm -hmm. So is a man think of, so is he. So is a woman think of, so is she. That's right. No immoral thoughts. You've got to keep them out of your head. All right? Desires. And desires. And some of us in here, we went through that. Our body got impure because we fed our desires. And the desires that we fed to our body defiled us. That's right. All right? Our deeds. Our deeds. Films. Films. Some of us had looked at films that we shouldn't have been looking at, right? That's right. Because it motivated us and stimulated us, right? That's right. That's kind of like pornography and stuff like that, right? Don't be shaming us. Amen. Just say amen to me because I ain't got no problem telling y'all at one time that I had immoral thoughts desires, deeds, and looked at pornography. That's right. I, I don't now, but you see, and, and that stimulated me to get in some situations and some circumstances that I should have never got in. Thank God for, for saving and, and God's saving power and God's grace and God's mercy. Yes. Right? Yes. And books, I'll read, and books and magazines. That's right. Rather, you must live in such a way to honor and to please God 
with your body. And see, some people in here don't want to hear what I'm saying because they don't want that person sitting next to them to listen to me because they're the ones that's defiling your body. Now, that was somebody leaning to somebody. You want to look at me because if I think you're talking to somebody, I'm going to get you. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? We try to teach a lesson over here. We trying to get it together over here. Right. And the reason we trying to get it together over here at Christ Temple North because we ain't got it together. But we working on it. And, and, and see, all I'm doing is asking you to put, if, did you come here this morning and, and put, put your, your dirty laundry in the, in, in the washing machine? Well, I'm pushing the button for you. So see, now you can get it cleaned up a little bit. That's right. All right? Yeah, see? And guess what? You ought to be happy, right? If I know what button to push, that means I had to push it. Come on, I'm, I'm tired. Go ahead and read the next one. All right, back to 1 Corinthians 6. We're going to read verse 20. For ye are bought with a price. You're bought with a price. There ain't no human being would give what Jesus Christ done for you. That's right. Now, I love Sister Gwen, but I ain't dying for her. They come in here with that cross and them nails and talking about you can hang up here for your wife. She in trouble. And, and I'm going to look at them and say, thank God for Jesus. Right. Because I ain't Jesus, right? But so God, he gave his life. He bought you with a price. Now look at me, everybody. If he gave his life and brought you with a price, Jesus Christ of Nazareth said you was worth it. That's Give right. God a hand clap for that. Right. All right. Therefore, glorify God in your body. You don't like it, but we got to glorify God where? In our bodies, that's why we're cleaning up a little bit in here and don't get all upset and saying no. What we're doing is we're losing a little weight. We're going to, we're going to do a little walking, a little exercising, because we, and we're going to change our diet a little bit, yes. right? Some of us are coming off sugar. We made it for a week. Did we make it for a week? You and I, we made it for a week. So we, you know, we clean it up because we want company. The Holy Spirit, we want him to clean, we want to clean it up. Do you understand what I'm saying? For you visitors, Pastor Fields has a sugar addiction. And so I had to get off sugar. You know, but I'm on down to one sugar. I used to have two sugar addictions. We ain't going to go there, though, right? right. <laughs> had to wake them up. Every now and then, you got to wake them up. That's right? Right. <laughs> All right? But see, he's got to get off sugar. He got off that one sugar years ago. Now he's trying to get off the other sugar now. Right. Oh, come on. Some of y'all still on sugar. Get out of here. <laughs> Oh, some of you on some sugar that's sweet, but it's defiling your body. You need to listen to what I'm saying. Yes. Yes. All right. God, I'm good. All right. We're all Learn to laugh at yourself. Learn to laugh at yourself. Quit being so uptight. Quit being ashamed of who you are. You come to church to get better. You come, you're asking the Holy Spirit to come in your life and move out some stuff out of your life so that you can enjoy your life. And there's a thing that, let me tell you, sugar, what makes you happy, and then it drops you. Your joy gives you what? Unspeakable joy. That's what we're looking for, right? right. All right, because you know when I'm eating them donuts and that cake and that uh, uh, banana cream pie and all that stuff, that's good to my taste buds, but then they leave my taste buds, and then it drops me, right? But what I'm trying to get you, yeah, the, and drops me and then defiles my body, but I'm trying to give you something today that will you, make you sweet for your entire life. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's right. All right. Glorify God also in your spirit. Said so we got to glorify God where? 
in your spirit. God is a spirit and we must worship him what? In spirit and truth. So we got to glorify God in our spirit. So you keep your spirit clean. Keep your spirit clean. All right? Now we're going to read it again from the message. Didn't you realize that your body is a sacred place? Wait a minute. Guess what your body is? A sacred place. Do you treat it like it's sacred? And do you cause you train people how to treat you? Do other people treat you like your body is sacred? All right. This place is of the Holy Spirit. This place is of what? Holy Spirit. So who's supposed to live in your body? Not Jody. Right. Or, or Joe or whoever. <laughs> your body is the place of the Holy Spirit. Kim, I'm glad you got back. Sister Kim came back from Florida, uh, New Orleans because they had a storm. She inspires me. So God knew I need you need to be here because I'm getting some frowns and some looks. <laughs> Folks are moving in their chair. Well, at least maybe they're sweeping off the pew. But anyway, here we go. Don't be nervous. Been there, done it. I ain't telling you nothing that hasn't been done in my life. Look at me. If he can clean up my life, he can clean up your life. You see, God has no respect of a person. There ain't no big eyes and little U's, little U's and big eyes in God. We're here to help each other, one another, to work together so that the Holy Spirit can dwell in this. We don't want the Holy Spirit in the building. We want the Holy Spirit in the temples. You understand what I'm saying? All right. Don't you see that you can't live however you please? We can't live however we please. And some of us know we got friends that's passed away. That you see, in, you know, in, in the church, they always talk about what God called them. God ain't called some of these folks. Some of these folks went premature because they didn't take care of their bodies. That's right. All right? Don't be squandering what God paid such a high price for. Why are you squandering what God paid such a high price for? You've got to ask yourself that. All right? The physical part of you is not some piece of property. What? The physical part of you is not just some piece of property. That's right. <laughs> Belonging to the spiritual part of you. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Nobody own you. Well, somebody may have somebody to own them up in here. You see? You see? Can I say it? Kim, I know you need to be here. Quit pimping your body. Quit pimping your body. You special. And only a special person can get in my space. If you ain't special, you ain't in my space. Because I ain't going to let anybody defile my space. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, we always talk about the spirit. No, your body is important to God. He wants to use you. How can God work and do the things he needs to do and work his gifts if your body, there's no room for him to get in? He wants to get in there and dwell in your body and dwell in your spirit. We got work to do. We need to quit talking about how bad this country is. You see, if the country's godless, and that's where we're at. We're living in a godless country, and we look at all the stuff that's going on. Laws don't change nothing. Presidents don't change nothing. Congress don't change nothing. They don't have the power to change. Only the Holy Spirit can make a difference in people's life. Period. Amen to that. Yeah, we don't need a new president in 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 the White House. We need a new spirit up there in the White House. We don't need a new Congress in the White House. We need the Holy Ghost up there in the White House. What they need to do is not have a meeting, have a prayer meeting up in there. 
Do you understand what I'm saying? Then we'd have a healthy country. A healthy country can only be healthy when the people are healthy spiritually. All right. The church has got just as many problems. He's right next to churches. Yeah, my good friend, Reverend Jackson, is the pastor now of Cleveland Avenue Baptist Church. They called him in yesterday. Yes. Give him a hand clap, and I'll tell him to look at the... Uh, our good friend. It's, he's a good man. He's a God man, and they'll be blessed to have him there. Uh, you see what I'm saying? Because God always wins. That's right. And when he don't win, you in trouble. Right. All right. We are told again, God owns the whole works. He owns the whole works? You belong to God. He owns the whole works. Amen. You belong to God. He owns the whole works. All right. Thank you, people. I need, I need to be encouraged, you know, because I'm thinking folks are going to be mad at me. I have to have security up here. Give me a body. I'm trying to help you to figure out who God called you to be. You see? Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm going to tell you, some, some of you in here can't believe the truth. Do you know what the truth is? You're special. You're special, and Jesus Christ died for you. He paid a price. He gave his life for you. Why would you not accept anything any less than perfection in your life? Why would you let anybody come in your life and defile your life when God has done all he could do to get you to be who you are? Guess what happens? I don't care where you have. You got potential to be better. Right. Nobody loves me. Are you kidding me? Jesus Christ loved me. He gave. Do you know what I hear people say? Well, nobody. And some of their songs are work terrible theology. You know, when your mama leaves you and all your friends leave you, I don't know what world you're living in. You must be a terrible person if your mama leaves you, your daddy leaves you, and all your friends leave you. No, no, no. God paid a price for me, and in paying the price for me, I'm in a family where he paid the price for them, and we all accept that, and that's why we call family in here. That's right. We're a little bit of everything up in here, but one thing we are together that joins us together is the power and the blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Yeah. I say it all the time. We gay, we straight, we bisexual, and some people is trisexual, try anything sexual. But anyway, we... we, we <laughs> We, we, but guess, uh-uh, you're laughing. But he's got to, yeah, I said that. I said, you up in here. You see? But one thing about God, when the world turns it back on you, he is still waiting for you. He wants to put you in his bosom. He wants to put you in his hands. He'll wrap his arms around you, and he'll clean up the mess that you've made or other people have caused you to make at his time. Do you understand it? God, you yeah, see? That's what we are up in here. Period. That's what up here. And we're looking forward. Now we're looking forward. Let me know how much time to do this, that. We're looking forward because I may not want to do the other one. We're looking forward, aren't we? We're looking forward. We're going to heaven because we saved, right? I don't know. Yeah, we are. We're going to heaven because we saved, right? right? Do you want to see somebody beautiful? Say amen. Look at somebody next to you, a Christian. That's a beautiful child there. Look at somebody next to you. You see? If you are saved... If you are saved in here, I got how many minutes? Just yeah, I will just cut it down because I ain't got time to do that. We got a whole lot of stuff. Let me get him down here with y'all. Let me see. If you can't see perfection and you don't know what perfection is, take a look. You see? You understand? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. And I'm lonely. And if Isaac come up here, and I'm because you get ready to take over because I'm getting out of here. I'm all fired up here. <laughs> 
If you can't see perfection, I'm telling you, if you can't see perfection, God has cleaned me. He's washed me. He's took his determination. And he's made me the guy that used to be here. And he put me up here because he paid a price to do it. And I accept what he done it. But there's only one thing that bothers me. Say, what is that, Pastor? I want company. And anybody wants to be like that, get on your feet and stand. Say amen to God. Got it? Amen to God. Yeah. All right.